this is the best podcast show in the whole world where we talk to people about whatever whatever topic that it comes up in our head. This is 100% regular with JJ Pelletier. And uh have have not run into the need to self-quarantine yet, but as the coronavirus pandemic expands and more and more cases of illnesses are reported, this is becoming uh, more and more of a reality for a lot of people. And so with that, we bring in expert Dr. Eric Choi-Pena, who uh, we just saw on the Today Show not that long ago, who I thought had an interesting piece, a very informative piece on what a self-quarantine is and who should be doing it and how exactly and how to prepare it, for it. Yeah. Exactly. So, Dr. Troy Pena, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can, can we start from the very top and, and really explain to people what exactly a self-quarantine is and who among us should be doing it? Yeah, so you know, essentially we want to break it down into two different um, categories. So self-quarantine is when you're exposed to a potential patient that's been sick and you want to uh, kind of put yourself in a, in a quarantine to make sure that you're, uh, you, if you develop symptoms, you're not infecting someone else. And even and if I don't have symptoms in that moment, if, I'm, if I know I was exposed to someone who does have COVID-19, I would be right. someone who would be wise to... To quarantine. To self quarantine. And then, and then isolation is someone who is already sick, who's being sent home to kind of socially distance and not infect other people. And so it's a small difference, but I think it's important to, to mention. So we were talking actually about isolating, like being able to self isolate once you come home from the doctor. The doctor says you probably have COVID 19 or you've got a test that's positive. You need to self isolate at home. So that was kind of the, the, the purpose of the piece was to say, kind of, how, what does that mean? You know, how do we do that? And then when we talk about, you know, actually, if, if we discover that we have COVID-19 and we have families, uh, it's difficult to self-isolate from members of your family. Is that even possible? Yeah, I mean, it is. It's definitely harder. Um, you certainly try to, um, you know, the um, especially if you've got family members that are vulnerable. So elderly um, or someone with one of the chronic medical conditions where you're likely to have a bad outcome. Um, obviously, you know, if, if there's a family situation like you're a, a single parent caretaker and you've got young children, like that's not going to be possible. The good news is, is that, you know, young children seem to be less affected by this and, and uh, have have um, much milder symptoms. So I think um, there is a little bit of good news in that. Are there certain preparations we should make around the house for this type of thing? I mean, there are, I'm sure there's probably a lot of things I haven't even thought of. You know, I've stocked up on enough frozen food to last me for the next couple of weeks. But what else am I missing? Yeah, I mean, I think the big things are to try and figure out a plan of kind of how you would move about the house to minimize exposure to other household members. So, you know, pick a room that's close to a bathroom or has a bathroom in it already. Um, pick pick um, kind of a routine that would allow you to kind of move move in the common areas without kind of leaving much um, uh, much much uh, infection or, or kind of droplets everywhere. And um, and spend most of your time in one room in the house. So you got to kind of pick a, a home base that's going to be comfortable for you for for the duration. Now, how's about over the counter medications in case we do become ill? What we sh- what should we have stocked in the house and ready? So it's basically the basic flu, flu and um, and cold stuff. So decongestant, an anti fever medication, either Motrin or Tylenol, one of those are the generics. Um, you know, some there's probably some oral rehydration solution, so like uh, Gatorade or Pedialyte, something like that. Um, and and that's pretty much it. I mean, it, it's really a lot of this is just symptomatic care. The other thing I would say is, 
you know, if you have a chronic lung disease, like if you are asthmatic, you know, you should make sure that you've got kind of enough of your your inhalers and things like that. Check your chronic medications and make sure that you've got enough of those to stock up on that you don't need to go out once you're already um, in the situation where you need to isolate. I was at Kroger yesterday picking up a couple of things. And, of course, as you can imagine, it was a madhouse. And I noticed there were a handful of people that were walking around wearing masks. I know that we've been told by experts that uh, they don't do anything really to protect us from getting COVID-19. But there was something kind of reassuring about it. You know, when I saw people wearing masks, I, I kind of appreciated it because I don't know what they have or what they're carrying. And Yeah, I mean, certainly. So once you're sick, we are saying that if you're going to be outside, you know, which we discourage or in a common area of the house, we want you to be um, in a mask, a surgical mask. It'll prevent those droplets from catching you. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you need to be judicious. We don't want people kind of going through tons of masks right. in the healthcare situation, but one mask for the, for the week uh, would probably be fine using one surgical mask. And again, if you get sent home from a healthcare setting and you're being asked to isolate, we're probably going to give you one or two masks to last you the duration of the isolation. And when it comes to keeping the rest of your house clean, we have a term here we use on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. We call it fritch clean, like there's clean and then there's fritch clean. Fritch, our producer who booked this interview, to give you a sense of, you know, how how diligent you have to be in making sure that those surfaces are disinfected, surfaces that we use every day for extended periods of time. Yeah, absolutely, especially the surfaces where other people are going to be touching them. You know, you can get a little bit laxer in your own in your own uh, room, but certainly if you're going to be out in the bathroom and it's going to be like bathroom, someone else is sharing, you want to disinfect that afterwards. All right. Well, we really appreciate your time, Dr. Eric Choi Pena. Uh, thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show and uh, stay in touch with us. We may have follow-up questions. Yes, we may. <laughs> yeah, I'm, good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, we thank appreciate you so it very much. much. Take day. it easy. All right. Some good tips there. There you go. Man, an isolation room. I just can't even imagine. Like your elevator. I mean, I know I might be living it. Well, there's so many things up in the air. I it, it just don't know. We just don't know what's going to happen. It feels like everything is changing every two hours. Did any of you oh, guys is. watch the video that our boss sent of the doctor from St. E that uh, was doing a presentation for... Uh, other doctors on the coronavirus. Yeah. What did you learn in the video? It was an hour long. uh, I watched the entire thing. Did you really? Very interesting. Yeah. Did you learn anything? Uh, It was just very in-depth. It's kind of a lot of stuff that we've been hearing everywhere, Mm -hmm. but just broke down scientifically as to why. As to why. So, I don't know. I would suggest you guys watch it. Maybe we share it. I don't know. Uh I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Which some of you did enjoy today's podcast. Catch up next week's podcast right here on J on one hundred percent regular with JJ Pelletier.